0: hey folks and welcome to another edition of 10k radius on this friday the 20th of october 2023 10k radius comes to you courtesy of jay air every friday between mid midday and 10 o'clock you have to go backwards for that between 10 o'clock a.m. and midday right and ah. it's brought to you by MGM Productions. That's Maishi, Gabrielle and Mendel. And they're in the studio with me. Hello. Good morning, lads.
1: Yes, uh, I'm a lad, am I?
2: Okay. Very um, much so. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Moish. Good, good morning to all our listeners out there in uh, at 88FM land. Listener land. Yes. Yeah. It's good to be back, Gary. Who would have we thought? Had, we had yeah.
0: last Friday off because of developments in mm. the new, in the Middle East. But
2: before that, h- hark back a week before that, Gary. On the uh, the sixth of October, when I was in here with you, Morris was away that yeah, yes. Friday. <laughs> I spoke look. that day about commemorating the Yom Kippur War. That's it. and all the other wars that Israel, Israel has, has to, had to face in its, throughout its existence and we reflected on the numbers then I think the Yom Kippur War had uh, 2,700 casualties I won't go into the sad things again but Gary, what has happened since then will never happen we will never witness such uh, pogrom, I'll call it, massacre in our living history, as as uh, as a yid, it's as a Yiddisher folk,
0: it's hard to believe. Yep. What's the first casualty of war? The first. Who who is the first casualty of
2: war? C- civilians, innocents. C- the truth. The truth, Gary. Yeah.
0: MS. So, MS. all sides tell lies, but I, misinformation. Misinformation. Anyway, we've got a big program, and we'll be talking to someone who's vitally connected to the war. Gary Travitz, about 20 past 10. His son, Yaakov, has volunteered to fight in Israel. I think a few other volunteers have come from Melbourne. Oh, yeah,
2: worldwide, Gary. In fact, they estimate something like 350,000 plus from
0: around the world, you know. Giving their lives. I saw a person on Channel Nine the other day. A Channel Nine reporter interviewing a medical doctor, a, a combat medic. So there must be several, and Gary Travitt's son is deeply involved, and uh, his name is Jakov and we'll be talking to Gary about twenty past ten about how he's dealing with it. And why his son volunteered. In the meantime, <laughs> we'll try to do a normal program.
2: We'll try. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give it uh, our best. It's it?
0: very hard to have a normal program yeah, yeah. on a yeah. day like today. We'll yeah, do a we'll week like this.
1: I've been, you know, thinking about what I would say on Twatam. It's uh, anyway. Mm. We'll get to it we'll when get we there get there in the second it.
2: hour. <coughs> We're very lucky. We'll, hey, yeah.
0: We'll play the disclaimer before you start anything. Yep, yeah. please. Please, yeah. Here we go.
1: J Air is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. J Air presents a wide variety of views and opinions, which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio.
2: Gary, we're very lucky to be living in the golden Medina, the land down under here in Australia. We don't know how lucky we are, and I, I reflect back, Gary, to the 1930s. There was a plan to set up a Yiddish settlement in between uh, the borders of Western Australia and the Northern Territory at the time, Gary,
0: near the Ord River. Would be plenty of water, <laughs> sure. And uh, would we get? Would we have got land rights? <laughs> that's another thing. That,
2: no, but this was was uh, put through. I think the chap, who, from memory, Doctor Steinberg when the atrocities were happening throughout uh, Germany in particular, he came up with this plan, it nearly got there, and then the government, uh, the Conservative government at the time, lost, I think, in 1941 to the Labour Party, Gary. to so John Curtin. John Curtin, exactly. And I think he w- he said, he sums it up by saying, this may create more anti-Semitism and racism in Australia. The whole thing was acts. They could have set up a mini Yerushalayim Or another state of Israel Without the the Middle East Bandit Surrounding
1: fancy, us
0: Fancy going to shul at Uluru <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's the shul I don't go to You'd have to <laughs> climb a rock Just to get but to Dominion uh, original,
2: Originally the plan was only 75,000 Jews To come there Suffering the the Nazi atrocities In the uh, mid-30s We're talking about here, 1939 specifically I forgot the name of the project, but this brings to mind why Israel suffers in the Middle East with all these uh, countries surrounding it.
0: Wasn't there also a Mishigas idea to go to Uganda?
2: Don't know about that one, Gary. Yeah. That's <laughs> Mishigas. Yeah, that, that is a, gr- a Mishigas, but...
0: Uh. Anyway, let's yeah, see we would on. have
1: got eaten by Idi Amin. <laughs> <laughs> Operation well, Intempi.
2: You, you, you would have been the entree, Gary. Gary, like Max it. would have been the dessert. Gary, let's lighten it up with some national theme days. That'll keep oh, people well, happy. We'll, oh,
0: we'll, we'll, we'll link it in one link second. Link it in. Friday, the twentieth of October, twenty twenty-three. Yep. Day two hundred and seventy-nine. Yep. Seventy-two days left in twenty twenty-three, and it corresponds with Heshwan five five thousand
2: seven hundred eighty-four. Ma Keshevan. A lot of people refer to it as why Gary. Is that? I'll tell you why, Gary Ma means bitter and they reckon the month's got no uh, Chagim it's a bit low key so it's got
0: my Pasha
2: <laughs> no that's the, the, the highlight of the the whole bun. but that's why they the Chabadniks have the word ma correct Moshe? is my analysis that's, correct that's the
1: main reason there's yes. a whole lot of other
2: reasons yeah. but it it sounds better ma Cheshvan but uh, there's oh. a lot happening in the month I'll talk about it later okay Spe-
0: well it's Pasha Noach yep which is the second partial of the year. Uh, last week we had at the beginning. Uh, what else have we got? The of Viscosia. I just received a message from COSV. And daylight savings started on the 1st of October. <laughs> Terrible thing that daylight savings. <laughs> oh, come on, Gary. Have you been out Should to play golf at 8 o'clock at night yet? No, nah,
1: don't know. No, I've got better things to do at 8 <laughs> o'clock at night Like uh, go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> When you
2: talked about Baratius, uh Gary yes. uh, Which we read last week Morris will back me up on this In the very first uh, sections of the Torah In this first Sedra mm. It talks about God giving the land Choosing the Jewish people He could have chose seven other nations Correct, Moshe?
1: Well, there's an interpretation by Rashi yeah. on it. And Why did the Torah start with the creation story? And the basic uh, reason given is that by acknowledging that God is the creator, that everything belongs to him yeah. or, he her, or, her, or her, more likely mm, her. He could have cho-
2: chosen um, another nation.
1: but Yes, yeah. but no, but the point is that when people come... Later on and say and you, the land. you just you, yeah. you were thieves, you robbed the land. The land et cetera, exactly. Et yeah. The Here it the is. response would be well God is the creator, creator. according to the narrative. Yeah. And he gave the land to who he wanted, mm. which is his chosen people which is I'm Yisrael. I'm Yisrael.
2: Uh, is it in the Old Testament too? I think those
1: lines. I'm sure it's there. No, it's just, well, of but course it's in the it's Old there. Testament. It's in next week's Parsha, which is Lech Lecha. As well, yeah. Right? But which basically yeah. there was a covenant called the Brit Ben-Haptarim. We'll talk about it next, next week. week. Uh, it's a little And that's where thing, the yeah. narrative about the disputation over the land of Israel occurs. But uh, this uh, Brit Ben-Haptarim is the uh, initialization of the covenant between God and Abraham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. You're listening to Jay Air, and this is 10K Radius with Morris, Mendel, and Mallon.
2: MGM Productions. MGM Productions. <laughs> Love to be back in the studio. Don't forget, boys, and you, as you're mentioning dates, Gary. Caulfield Cup tomorrow oh, don't okay. forget hug, oh, yeah. hug who's your a pick more about that later we'll have a little segment
0: something right. with four legs
1: <laughs> it's a Jewish meeting I don't know it could be a two legs uh, is a,
2: Yiddish a
0: newspaper meeting. I worked for in Western Australia asked me once what do you know about horses and I said oh you got, they got four legs <laughs> and you bet on them on yeah. Saturdays and they said you're an expert you become the horse writer."
1: that's uh, it there you go <laughs> All I know about horses or whatever is that they've got rear ends.
0: And a lot comes out of it.
1: <laughs> sure does.
2: Hug Hassusin. <laughs> and snout. if you'd
0: like to speak to us today, yep. you can call the studio on nine zero six nine two zero eight six. That's nine zero six nine two zero eight six. Or you can SMS a message to zero four zero four double five six nine double eight it's zero four zero four double five six nine double eight don't forget to put your name on the back on the end otherwise you'll just be known as a number the last three n- numbers of your telephone uh, so on the program today before we talk to Gary Travitz at uh, 20 past We'll have the lives of others if we've got any. Well, Gary will be the lives of others. Yeah, he'll yeah, be the lives you'll of you'll others. reflect Our on, on he's done, yeah. Around the stately, around the Shules, Twatum with Morris, Meshi some Yiddish, a few jokes. Oh, I haven't done any jokes this week. Jewish humour. Well, I'll look it up. Uh, In we'll the lives
1: of th- others, I wanted to mention a family, the Polonskis anyway we'll mention we'll mention what that's about
2: the, they're in the flesh business that's at right at a butcher shop in there's a reporter Com. in,
0: in Russia're reporting on the Russian war called Polonsky. Right. common name yep yeah uh, we'll have music partial of the week shout outs return of the dreaded blow of AC of 594 Inkerman Road okay don't' uh, at it again during the week noisy bugger Council Corner, if we have any, any, and on this day, and on this day in Judaism. But first, as is our custom, we go to days of the year, whimsical-wise. Yeah, let's have a look, Gary. I've got a couple. I've got five, which we probably overlap. Developmental Language Disorder Awareness Day. You got that one?
2: No. I've got, I'll start off with this one. National Chicken and
1: Waffles Day, October 20. Mm. Mm. I reckon waffles, you, you have to have maple syrup yeah, with a Yeah, it's got to be sweet, yeah, a waffle. Yeah, or jam or something yeah, like that. A bit of whipped cream yeah. on the side. Or I don't know about chickens.
2: I reckon the a and tam. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Tos and tam. Here's
1: another one. And that was,
0: brother Doodoo. <laughs> right, get your Doodoo out of here. Uh, right, I pressed the wrong button. Okay. Oh, here's
2: one, Gary, that coincides with the waffles: so
0: International Chef's Day. Yeah, got that one? Beautiful. Office Chocolate Day, Ma- Morris. Did you bring any chocolate? I didn't bring did it. Did you bring any. me some lint?
1: No, no okay. lint, no, Only no Cadburys. No, no. I mean uh, what's
0: in your pocket, the
1: lint? No glass, glass <laughs> and a half of milk. Well,
2: that's what does uh, that mean? Is there
1: really a glass and a half of milk in, in every, every Cadbury's? Should be chocolate block. Yeah.
0: That's uh, a lot of milk.
2: Morris, remember the Toblerone? The l- are they still around? They're kosher. Oh, They're yeah, big of the Toblerone. You yeah. break your
1: teeth on them. <laughs> remember, <laughs> you can get one meter long ones in the yeah. big tubes. You get Have you ever seen one? those? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. one meter. Is it one metre? Sure. Something like that. Too
2: much sugar. Here's more food f- theme for the day: National Branded Fruit Day. I've got mm. an idea. All well, that
0: fruit isn't it? Glacade fruit. Bra-
2: branded. Ooh. glazed. Gary, will, uh, the other Gary will be able to tell us about all these. He's he's got a uh, food wholesale uh, business. Also,
0: Community Media Day.
2: Mm. You should be celebrating that, Gary a man of many years in the media, including sub-editor at The Age for donkey's years.
0: Uh, <laughs> hee-haw, hee <hee-haw. laughs> With
2: Michael Govenda, give him Michael a
0: shout-out. I see he launched his book the other day. Yeah. And it d- drew some criticism from hmm? people on Facebook about why police were there. Anyway, if we got time, we'll go into it. You're listening to 10K Radius on.
1: Is that it? That's, uh, that's the National Hall. N- nice.
2: No, there's a couple more. We'll just give uh, In- international Day of the Air Traffic Controller.
0: Lollipop ladies and men. Is that the one?
2: Could be air traffic. Control. Air traffic, and there's National Youth Confidence Day that would be quite important, and the uh, there was one here. Uh, what is it, Gary? The third Friday of October, National Mammography Day.
0: Mammography Day. Mammography. Isn't that something to do with
1: breasts?
0: It is. Uh, mammograms. Yeah, of course. Mammograms, mammograms, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good Go thing Go and get
1: your mammograms done, ladies. Very <laughs> uh, important. Men can have breast yeah, cancer Of course. Too. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. What's the weather going to be like over Shabbos?
0: the weather, the weather, the weather. Weather, the weather is... It's been
1: very nice the last couple of days. Came down in buckets early in the week. Mm.
0: Mm. Now, today at the moment it's 22.8, heading for a top of 29. And tomorrow, mostly sunny, Uh, possible shower. Goes from one thing to the next in yeah. Melbourne, doesn't it? A
1: possible shower.
0: Possible shower yeah. with a maximum of 23. Possible rainfall, 0 to 2 mil. Chance of rain, 44%.
1: I think Sunday is going to be wet.
0: High uh, chance of showers in the southeast suburbs. Right, that's yeah. us. Medium chance anywhere else. Chance of a thunderstorm in the afternoon and evening. Oh, well. Sunday, 11 till 16, becoming windy, possible rain, 1 to 7 mils,
1: 90% chance. Oh, I'll have to put me brill cream on me bald spots <laughs> if it's <laughs> going to be windy.
2: Next week, cool weather. Gary, I believe 14, 15, 17. Monday, Saturday. 17 and yep.
0: showers. Tuesday, cloudy and 24. Wednesday, possible shower and 16. Thursday, 15 and shower. Oh, we need a bit of water. Any day it rains is a good day. Of course. If you'd like to talk to us, it's 90692086. Text us on 0404 Don't forget to drop your name. We're going to play a little song while we get Gary Travitz on the line. This is Brother Doodoo and a song called Simchas. a fella called Brother Dudu with a song called Simchus now on the line we have Gary Travitz whose son Yaakov has gone to Israel to fight in the war good morning Gary yes good morning you're with Morris Gary and Max so we'll yes. all be firing questions at you but do you want to tell us why your son has gone to Israel
3: yes sure um My son was in Israel for ten years. He originally went over to join the army. Uh, He was trained in the um, Magav, which is the border guard. Uh, They generally go into places like Ramallah and break up riots with shields and so forth. Uh, And uh, he uh, he came back here. He has a daughter in Israel. He came back here and he's doing at a late age, at thirty. Six, he's halfway through his electrical apprenticeship, and when he heard uh, about the atrocities that were happening, that was unfolding, and then the next thing he heard was three of his uh, mates from his unit were killed, he was fired up to go back to protect his family and uh, and to get some sort of uh, resolution to what happened or some sort of result of what happened to his mates, and so... Uh, and that's when he went, or oh, he decided to go. He then got a message from Israel, a call up, um, which they rescinded after having a resounding response of uh, something like 90% of all the messages responded, and, and they had more people coming back than they could handle. Um, but he decided that he was going regardless. And uh, he said even if he's in the reserve, he's going there, he's going to... He said that they need people to uh, fill in for the guys who are leaving the uh, cities and the kibbutzim and what have you from their guard posts to go and fight. So he's going to be uh, apparently uh, guarding uh, places in Jerusalem initially. And I hope to God he doesn't get called up uh, to front lines, but that's where he's at.
0: So he's become a reservist again, I take it.
3: Yes, well, he is a reservist, but um, he hasn't done mill and for some years. He's already been doing some training, some catch-up training since he's there. And, um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. As you can imagine, as a concerned parent, um, I wouldn't advise any parent to send their kid to war. But at the same time, uh, as a Jew and uh and somebody who has an, a, a huge amount of family in Israel I probably would have done the same thing for him uh, as he did myself um, and I figured that there was no stopping him the best I could do is at least give him the support and I promised him that if he's going over there to do his bit I would do my bit here with fighting the media war
0: is he there now does he what does he te- what does he tell you about the situation he's
3: there currently he's initial uh, first week was has been spending mo- most time with his daughter who he hadn't seen for a year and that was uh, very comforting we got clips and pictures of that um, As far as what's happening over there I actually got uh, some updated news from someone who's just returned from over there and from what she tells me I was like I was beside myself. So um, what he told me was that people here have no idea what's going on inside Israel. All you hear is about the front and about the Gazans and so forth. But in actual fact, internal attacks haven't stopped. There have been a number of um, uh, terrorist attacks within from uh, Israeli Arabs or Arabs that have infiltrated and so forth. Uh, Just the other day, there was a guy who made an attempt to attack people and was shot thank god before he had an opportunity to but the, the as i say the news here only gives you the surface and nine out of ten times it's so inaccurate just as the bombing of the hospital was totally inaccurate apparently they now have film footage uh, as well as pictures and everything that shows in fact what was written on the rocket that went into the hospital and it's undoubtedly, from their side. It's their own rocket that failed and ploughed into a hospital.
0: Like we were discussing before you came on, Gary, the first casualty of war is truth, is the truth. so
3: Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, they
1: actually say that one in every four missiles, rockets, whatever you want to call them, from uh, the Palestinian side, actually falls in Gaza. One in four, they just fail. They either get very uh, bad uh, arsenal from Iran. They get like the uh, whatever is left.
0: Light, light, blue paper and retreat ten paces. Use
1: use missiles that have been uh, upgraded or whatever. But anyway, uh, that's uh, the statistics. One in four.
3: Well, to that, and I just say this, if I may. There's several points before you ask me anything further that I really need to put out there. I tried yesterday. Neil Mitchell had me on the girl on the phone, recognised me and said, you've been trying to get through for the last week and a half. And I said, yes, correct. Unfortunately, Neil Mitchell, as much as he's very positive towards us, he still tries to play a bit of an even hand, which is not very even. He gave a lot of airtime to uh, the teachers' union representative who came out as a outstanding anti-Semite. Yes. That's all I can call him. Yeah. And uh, he gave plenty of time, and these guys abused me and he just lets them go on. When I came on, he I said to him, can you at least afford me 10% of the time you allowed that guy? And all he did was go off at me and say, don't set me up, just say what you have to say. And out of all the points I had to make, he allowed me to say one thing and start putting me down already. And I was terribly disappointed because I've been a fan, and I've been listening to him for quite some time, as well as Tom Elliott, who have always been pro, you know, right and um, and, and pro Israel. But I was very grossly disappointed in yesterday's interview. Um, he he uh, he actually, whilst I was on, he went on to his own rant, which was positive, I will say that. But he just likes the sound of his own voice. Apparently, it's not the way you do an in interview. I'm sorry, um, but let me leaving that aside for now. If I may, anyone who asks about Israel cutting off much needed food, drink and petrol supplies for poor Palestinians in Gaza, you just have to ask them, what about the crazy, how about, you know, how crazy it is that the Gazans are running out of everything but rockets? Isn't that amazing? Mm, Um, I wonder where all the money's going. I mean, where does Biden think that his 100 million is going to go? Seriously. Sleepy Joe, what is he talking about? What's he helping? Who's he helping? And let me go on to say no. Pal- this is what I said to me, which he rejected because he said he's spoken to their representatives I don't know how many, but it can't be more than a handful. My statement was no Palestinians or the group leaders or representatives have come out and thoroughly denounced Hamas for their atrocities which makes them all complicit There is a majority Palestinian support for terrorism. Their education system displays that from kindergarten age upwards you cannot deal with these people there can be no media unbiased reports supporting a terrorist state or nation and should there be no compare and, and there should be no comparison between israeli democratic government and terrorist elected governments or any of their supporters well, my fourth yeah. my fourth point here is the claims that israel has held gazans captive and blocked necessities from entering purely purely and dissemination of a purely dissemination of lies. How did all the weapons and rockets enter if the borders have been closed for 14 years? I mean, seriously. The poor Palestinians have had billions pumped into their economy from all nations around the world, including Israel.
2: And Australia. Don't forget, Australia.
3: Where has it all gone? The answer is, of course, weapons and leaders' bank accounts. I mean, you don't have to look far for that. Uh, We had the PLO leader, Yasser Arafat Niyah Shammai, I mean, his, his wife is still spending the money like crazy over in Paris. Do the You just have to do the maths. If there is two million Gazans receiving multi-US billions, that amounts to, uh, if it's, say, six billion, billion, that is, that amounts to US $500 per billion for every man, woman and child and baby. Not to mention all the additional billions in material aid. But number six... There have been no acts of aggression towards Arab citizens by Jews anywhere in the world. Number seven, Israel is a Jewish state and homeland. There can be no separation between Jewish state of Israel, Israelis and Jews around the world. The nature, number eight is the nature of Jews is to make peace and progress, and progress peace, as can be seen currently with Israel and many Arab states, which, of course, the Gazans and all the Palestinians are against, and so is Iran gaza number nine gaza west bank and all palestinian occupied territories are purely quasi settlements to support terrorist bases if the poor palestinians are at all credible then why do none of the arab nations want to give them refuge including their egyptian neighbors and number 11 is again if the poor palestinians are at all credible then why did Jordan murder and expel hundreds of thousands of them from their homes in Jordan? Nobody's asked these questions. Nobody. My twelfth is, question how much material support do the Arab nations offer the Palestinians, other than weapons from Iran? And the the last point I have here at the moment, well, this is another point I have, this Australian government needs to give full recognition to Israel's appointed capital in Jerusalem, which we should demand now, which was supported by our previous government, just as much as ACT is being recognised here in Australia. And I just want to say in closing, two more things. The Australian government also needs to be made aware that allowing pro-Palestinian rallies is an incitement to hate and local terrorism. No different to Nazi rallies. They should be outlawed. This is only acceptable action that can be acknowledged by our community as a show of real support and not just lip service. Additionally, If the Australian government wants to show support of its fellow Israeli democratic nation, it should be sending money, arms, material needs, such as much-needed flak jackets or vests, helmets, uh, and other material goods. I want to see action and not some stupid politician mouthing off a load of BS. That's where I stand. Thank you, Gary. And thank you for giving me the time for that.
0: We're talking with Gary Travitz on... J88 FM,
2: ten K radio, starting ten K
0: radio. no doubt. Uh, thank you for your opinions and your uh, observations, Gary. How's the family coping with your son being away in a war zone?
3: In one word, worried. Extremely. What about pe- just as we're extremely worried about the rest of our family who are in Israel, all over the place.
0: Are you worried about your personal safety over
3: here? Uh, let me say yes. By the kind of um, support the government are giving us, definitely. The fact they allow these P- PLO... Uh, oh, not PLO, sorry, these Palestinian... Um, rallies. Uh, rallies.
2: Yeah, Sunday they got Even
3: them. after what happened in Sydney, and mm. I've not yet heard that they arrested anyone, even though they have them all on film. I haven't heard them doing anything positive... Against that behaviour. I only hear them recognising that it happened and putting it to air on the news. And that's as far as I've heard. And I am thoroughly ashamed to call myself Australian when a government acts in this way. And and as far as I'm concerned, the Greens and the Teals, they should be cursed out of Parliament completely. They are not only anti-Jewish and anti-Semitic, as well as anti Israel, but they
1: also are showing they're anti democratic. They're, an- they're anti Australian. They mm. take the Australian flag and put it to the side when they have a press conference. That's what Adam so Band did. The, uh, um, Bundy. Gary, it's Max
2: here. We met briefly on a friend of your brother, Sid's, correct? Yes. Fr- yeah. Yes. Great words you've spoken on radio. We appreciate it. Listen, today and tomorrow, and especially the next few days, World Jewry should be well, is on high alert everywhere throughout. They've issued this thing equating the next few days as a Kristallnacht. They're going to target synagogues, they've done everything that they're out. Have you read that post from the Mandit and Hamas? So, a call out to everyone throughout the world, especially the local Jewish community, to be on high alert. See anything suspicious? Ring the CSG. There's plenty of. Uh, we'll give out the numbers and the apps and all that business later on in the show. This is a critical time for world jury, and we've got in our favour people standing up like the British uh, Prime Minister, who's there at the moment, Richie Sumak, Correct, Rishi, Rishi, correct. Rishi, yep. and
1: he equates Rishi, yep. this
2: with what Britain went through when they uh, suffered the Nazi uh, uh, bombing in the uh, early 40s. And
1: there's upsurge anti-Semitism generally. Oh, worldwide. And worldwide. Uh, the embassies the here right.
2: and there. There was a stabbing in uh, Beijing last week outside the Israeli embassy. Uh, restaurants, world, Jewish restaurants are being targeted. Uh, fire extinguishers are being thrown through windows in restaurants in Golders Green. I don't have to go on and on. It's sickening. The, it's like we're living in in the Nazi times, you know, Gary.
3: Yeah, well, I can't take. And I more. don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know the latest I got last night, but a an old synagogue. Thank God, not in news currently, but an old synagogue in um, in. Uh, oh, sorry. Um,
1: you talking about the it? one in Tunisia?
3: Tunisia, yes. Hundreds of TLO Burnt it to the ground.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, Tunisia is uh, very anti-Israel mm. and uh, Jewish and so forth.
2: But that's a sick, that's yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. Gary, yeah. and it's worse Definitely. now, you know?
3: What, what do
2: you do? I get stopped in... Well, in, in, all,
3: in I can st- all I can say is here on the ground in Australia, every Jew has mm. a moral obligation to call 3AW, to write letters to the Prime Minister, to the local minister, everybody. They have to get it out there, put out the truth. Don't allow the lies to come out over us. They have been winning the media war. We cannot allow that. I promised my son I would fight this battle, and I intend to do so. I intend putting it out there. Let our Jewish leaders and our Jewish uh, representation put out an email to all of us or a message to all of us somewhere... That give us all the names, numbers, email addresses of all the politicians so that we can send stuff to them like they do in America. I can actually send stuff to the American president and his, state, his uh, secretary of state because I know all their addresses. I've got their emails, but I don't have the ones here. Why is you, that you not can being get done? Those why your... aren't our leaders doing what needs to be done here? And get... why aren't they demanding that Australia don't just stand up in our rallies and say, oh, we're with you, that's not good enough. Let them send material goods that we need to Israel. That's real support. Let them recognise Jerusalem as our capital, as chosen by us, and as chosen by the previous government here. Let them really show. Let them get rid of Penny what went wrong, because she's a disgrace to this government. She shouldn't even be there. Why they didn't fire her immediately, I don't know, after her initial statements to our crisis, to that slaughter... I cannot understand how they can keep someone on that team unless she's a real representative of that team. And she's the international representative. I'm ashamed. It's a disgrace.
0: Don't hold back, Gary. Say what you think. <laughs> uh, you, can get, you can get names and addresses, emails and telephone numbers uh, from government websites, Parliament House, uh, of all politicians. They're freely available.
3: Oh, okay. Please send me something to to tell me I I, I was looking. day. I didn't see Maybe it's my fault. I take that on board. Um, But I tell you now, at at the last rally I went to Caulfield Park, I made my way through to the front, and I gave what I just read out to you, that list, to every uh, uh, politician that was standing there. I went out to David Southwick, who I know personally from some time back. I had some business with him. I said, David, it's your job and your duty to go and put this forward and demand these things. It's not good enough to just stand with Israel. You have to actually fight for Israel here. That's what we all need to do. I want to see some real strong representation Mm. here, not these, you know, soapy, weak things at rallies. I'm, I'm really fed up with it. We have to stand up and fight.
2: Gary, Mark Graffus was there. Did you approach him, the Attorney-General?
3: I'm afraid I didn't see him uh, when I went up front. I mm. didn't get to him. People like him,
2: we need to stand up and more like him th- oh. throughout the world. Sh- well, show good. the truth.
3: Definitely. Show the video,
2: Definitely.
3: you know? I understand. He should be ashamed to be part of that party.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I understand how he can be with that party. Seriously. It's shocking.
2: Totally agree with you. Yeah. All it's all a right. disgrace. Gary and by
3: the way you might note that to the Caulfield Shul rally as well as the Caulfield Park rally, um, oh, no, I'm not sure how Caulfield Park rally she's there, I don't think so, but I have not seen our new Premier. I have not seen her. She sends her representative, her second in charge. What, what is that? This isn't important enough for her. She should have been a Caulfield Shul echoing, um, you know, the, the feelings towards the atrocities that happened, and, and I, she didn't show I don't believe it. What is she too
2: busy looking <clears throat> after parks and gardens here? Albanese was at the St Kilda shul one very briefly, yes. I believe. Yeah. Yes. But uh, Jacinta Allen yes. was at one of them, but I can't recall which one. L- late last yes. week. Um, she was. She was forced plant, to by the media, actually. Yeah. It was a d- disgrace. So. Yeah. It is. It's a disgrace to
3: Australia. Australia is a great country, which I'm. I was, pr- I was proud to say I'm born here in Melbourne, grown up here, but my God, I don't know what they're doing to it now. It's a, it's absolutely disgusting what's going on. They're trashing this wonderful country. They really are.
0: Jerry all these
3: lefties, these Greens, and I mean, seriously, the Greens who stand for, um, uh, you Green. know, not, not pol- for anti-pollution, and they stand for the LGBT and all these people. <coughs> God, how can they do that and then support terrorism like they are? I mean, let them go over there. Anybody, Penny Wong, if she even tries to step foot across the border into Gaza, they'll throw off a building.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gary, you've had <laughs> your you've had fair share of comments. Don't, don't hang on. You up. bet. I'll talk to you. Thank you. I'll talk no to you problem. Thank
3: you very much for allowing me to uh, present what I've been holding on to for some time or trying to put out in the media anyway.
0: Well done.
2: Kolakavod, Gary. I'm getting Shabbas to you and the whole family and to you your too. son, especially Yehuda. He's got two qualities. I believe him will get us through this. We'll win. Don't worry. It's going to take months, though. He's got the koach, the the strength, and the gavurah, the courage of a true Jew to stand up for Israel and tell the world the truth.
3: I just hope the government doesn't tie their hands again. And mm. it's about time while they're sitting there waiting to go in, which I don't want them to, by the way. But if they are, they should have done already. They're, they're going in warnings slowly. And warnings, and yeah.
2: warnings No, no, no. They'll go in slowly, Gary. They, they've got to get that city. It's an underground city of, of where the yep. rockets are being fired from. A whole network of tunnels. That's what they're after. They'll do it in a very sophisticated, slow way. One guy said it'll take up to three months. And God
3: help us if there are any captives still alive, get them out.
2: The greatest bandit in the world, and that's all I'll say. ISIS and all, um, Hezbollah,
0: Iran, chuck them all in and
3: bomb a lot of them, and all their supporters with them. Exactly.
0: Thank you for your time, Gary. Just hang on. Thank
3: you very much.
0: Hang on the line there. I'll be. I'll talk to you off air.
3: No, worries. Shabbat
0: Shalom
1: to everybody. Shabbat oh, cares, man. I'm to Yisrael
4: Chai. Um. Well, there you go. That was Gary Trappers. I believe my mommy, Jankale sindele auf Godor die Mez, du bist der Elster von die Kinder, viel sich mit alle und still mir mein Schmerz auf ich schöne oh, Juren ihr und wilder geschickt, und er bei mir geschrieben. Eich hat Gott beglebt, dort er geht's weit in dem goldenen Land. Merch ob ich kie, der Lech von Eich nicht gehört. Ich guck auf die Bede, der von die Augen mir trährt. Papieren, Kinder, wie auf der Wand Beim Essen, beim Schlucken und beim Ein- und ich auf die Bilder und rät zu sie allein Papieren, Kinder I'll be off the wind. Papyrus, kinder, brich meine hand. Papyrus, geworn von mein fleisch und blut. Ich schreib mein und klug, umsonst mein Geschrei. This sticklech papier, us fiel in the Papierene kinder, und mehr hoch ich nicht. Mehr hob ich nicht.
0: "Paper and Kinder" by Hannah Greenbaum. That didn't sound like a woman.
1: Sounded like a man.
0: I think it was a man. Maybe we've got our wires crossed here. Yeah,
1: exactly right.
0: Um, Gary Travis was a rather
1: well, very passionate. Yes, very and I think at the end of the day, his uh, comments were an echo of what we're thinking, and I would say uh, most, if not all, of the listeners. Um, the sentiment is uh, generalised throughout the Jewish community Here in Australia and overseas um, We'll talk a bit more about it and during twatum
0: During totem which will be in the second hour of That's the right, that's right At the moment we'll just do historical events on this day Yep Some related to Judaism, some related to Israel, some related to nothing
1: mm, Okay In Unrelated they call it
0: Unrelated Historical events There you go The first one is that In 1097 The first crusaders arrive in Antioch During the first crusade mm. Everyone says the crusaders were uh, good guys but
1: Oh they were bloodthirsty
0: Their duty was
1: I reckon they knocked off about 20,000 Jews
0: To kill anyone who wasn't Christian Millions no, Arab, right. Muslim, whatever
1: and It wasn't just one crusade no, there, was, there was a lot of them. Yeah, I've got a few of them <coughs> to talk about in my shtick later.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: the Chinese uprising in the Philippines fails after 23,000 are killed in 1603. Mm-hmm. And the US Senate ratifies the Louisiana Purchase in 1803. They bought that from France, did they not?
1: How did the Chinese get across to the Philippines in 1603? They oh, I paddled.
0: Think, I don't think there was an ocean in those days.
1: 1603.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe they had boats.
1: <laughs> Canoes. Dinghies. A lot of Chinese to get across.
0: But maybe there wasn't so many Chinese in those days. Uh, speaking of Chinese, in 1935, communist forces and their long march at Yanan in Shaanxi, China, bring Mao Zedong to province, mm. prominence.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bundy.
0: What dictator is they it?
1: They reckon that he could actually have been the world's, um, in terms of numbers, worst um, mass murderer of all time. He knocked off um, 80 million Chinese.
0: I wonder why.
1: They reckon just about every family in China lost somebody as a result of that Bundit. And the incredible thing is they got a huge portrait of him at the... Uh, what, what is it, Tiananmen Square or the uh, Forbidden City or whatever it Tinnemons is? Square. Yeah. Where the riots you know, he's like a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: Well, you'd be changing history uh, as mm. we know it if you... Incredible. Uh, in 1944, US forces under General Douglas MacArthur returned to the Philippines.
1: Mm, I, w- I will return. And he did.
0: With the He had nowhere else U-
1: to go, <laughs> He, he he had a he had a return ticket.
0: He came from Australia. Didn't and he it? didn't. He
1: didn't want to lose his Qantas frequent flyer points.
0: There's a nice picture on the website of MacArthur and his cronies landing. What on. I
1: can't understand is, you see him coming back onto the shore, and he's wading through the water. Yes. His pants are like <laughs> <laughs> a nuts are wet from the knees down. You think they would have, you know, given him some sort of uh, ability to be able to walk dry onto the beach there in the so Philippines? He, he well, why didn't they dock somewhere on a pier or I don't know? More
0: dramatic, you know,
1: it's more dramatic. You reckon they so had to wade through the water? You, you know that knee-high
0: famous picture of the sands of Iwo Jima, the flag raising on Iwo Jima. Yeah, that's not the original.
1: They uh, reckon they reenacted it. They reenacted, yeah, it because yeah. Of the Hollywood.
0: Because the photographer missed the moment.
1: Right there, you go.
0: It's probably drinking or something. Yeah,
1: must probably whenever.
0: Um, Gary, yeah, I've got one. Uh, yeah,
1: this is
2: today's marks the fiftieth anniversary of the opening of the Sydney Opera House, where I I something was just happened.
0: About to say that one, <laughs> but something uh-huh. very
2: happened. This is a strange happened there. If you uh, the, the what was it? The other Monday, two Mondays ago, on the footsteps there. You know, where they said, well, they can say it freely in Australia. We can't say much. Guess the Jews, F the Jews. And if we say something bad, or for instance, a, a nigger, or use the wrong term, we're slaughtered, aren't we, Morris? Absolutely. That's, the, that's
0: society today. Anyway. That the Nazi salute has been banned in Victoria.
2: Best news all week, Gary? $23,000 fine or 12 months in jail? <laughs> or both. Or give them both. <coughs> The bandit and out there on the streets of Melbourne at Flinders Street. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Shocking, yeah,
0: They should be made to do an intervention program and given a trip to Auschwitz or something. Don't
1: they realise that Australian soldiers, non-Jewish, mm. died oh. fighting Nazism and huge oh, Kit and Caboodle, unbelievable. Mm.
0: Famous birthdays today: Henry John Temple. Any idea? Seventeen eighty-four. Something uh, to do with a temp- temple, temple. I don't know. He don't was know. Henry John Temple, the third Viscount of Palmerston, was a professional prime minister. Mm. <laughs> Twice well. prime minister in the mid-19th century.
1: Well, you can be an unprofessional prime minister, can you?
0: Well, that's what this stupid website says, profession prime minister. Oh, okay. Alfred Gwynne Vanderbilt, born in eighteen. Oh yeah, he had a bit of money. He was a developer and a businessman, American. 1877 to 1915, isn't it? A young fellow when he died. Mm. Bella Lugosi, some sort of singer uh, or actress, actor. A- actor, actor, actor.
2: Yeah, actor,
0: yeah. he played Drac- uh, Dracula. Dracula,
2: yes, Gary, that's the one.
0: James Chadwick. He was uh, Bella Lugosi was Hungarian, born mm. in 1882, died in 1956. James Chadwick, an inventor of the something to do with. Discovery of the Neutron in 1932,
2: British. Mm. Got a Nobel Prize for that, I, from memory, Gary.
0: Wouldn't be surprised.
2: Yeah, big invention.
0: Groundbreaking, work earned him the Nobel Prize in '35. Yeah,
2: there you go.
0: Now we'll go backwards on this website. Jomo Kenyatta. Remember him? Uh. African
1: leader.
0: 1891 to 19. Yeah, Kenyatta, that's right. Jomo Kenyatta. Yeah. From Kenya. Kenya. There's a clue in his name, Kenyatta. Yeah. Known as the Prime Minister of Kenya, uh, most notably served as Kenya's first Prime Minister from seven, 64 until his death of a heart attack in six, 78. And here's someone we should know, Kamala Harris. She's 59.
1: Pamela, yes. Kamala. 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 Kamala Harris. Now, she's married to the Yiddish boy, yeah? That's right. He's the the first gentleman or whatever they call him, or second gentleman.
0: Kamala Devi Harris. Profession, 49th US Vice President. Vice President, yeah. Profession. That's an interesting way to do it. Celebrity birthdays. Mickey Mantle, the baseballer. Tom Petty.
2: Yeah great singer. Is
0: he still alive, Tom Petty? Died in nineteen seventy eight. Died. Uh, Snoop Dogg.
2: Uh, rapper, isn't he? Is
0: Fifty two today. Yeah. John Krasinski.
2: He yeah. sounds Jewish.
0: K R A S I N S K I forty four today. And NBA young boy. He's twenty four, whoever he is. Must be another rapper. I think we we'll have to close off shortly. For yes, yeah. Uh, yes. Tom Petty died in
2: 2017. Gary? Great singer he was, yeah. 2007, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. That's right.
0: I don't but think there's much famous this readings we don't want to know.
2: Gary, on this day back in 2011, the, uh, what's his name? The leader of uh, Libya, Gaddafi. Gaddafi? Gaddafi. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he died.
2: He died. Hooray! <laughs> Abundant.
0: He got beaten up in the street by He
2: was, yeah, they killed him, didn't and they? And
0: other famous deaths in history Charles VI, Herbert Hoover.
2: Herbert Hoover, the uh, President yeah. of the States, yeah.
0: Wasn't he FBI?
2: He rescued a lot of. I oh, thought was
0: J. Edgar <laughs> Hoover. In <Yeah.
2: laughs> World War I, Hoover rescued a lot of people, didn't he? Especially in, in those days, World War One. I'm referring to, not two. Two was a different
0: story. Uh, Sheila Scott, the British aviator, Bert Lancaster, the actor. Yeah,
2: great actor, Bert.
0: Jane White, the actor, actress. And that's about it. That'll do. You're listening to Ten K Radius with Morris Mendel and Will Gabriel Macy, and Mendel. <laughs> Gary, we'll have to
2: do the Yiddish after the eleven o'clock break. Yiddish history. Won't we? Won't have time. No, we don't have time. We won't have time. We've got How long have we got? Not long. Not long. Talk about the Caulfield Cup tomorrow, if you want, for a minute, Gary. Yeah.
0: No, 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 no. We'll go back to the. Is it
1: going to take longer than the race itself? No. Right.
0: One minute. Too late. Got thirty seconds, and that's too not enough time. So we'll go back to the station IDs and we'll be back in a couple of minutes.
3: About then tune into Walter's World every Tuesday at 11 a.m. or find it on demand on the JR website. Don't miss it. Find us on Facebook, just head to www.facebook dot com forward slash J Air Radio. That's two R's. J Air Radio.
0: To the second hour of Ten K Radius. you're listening to J Air FM, eighty-eight FM, and we're Ten K Radius brought to you by MGM Productions. A lot of um, acronyms going and floating around at the moment. J Air eighty-eight FM. What does FM stand for? Um,
1: Frequen-
2: frequency,
0: frequency modulation or something, something like that. Not
1: too I'm sure. Well, Hamas is an acronym for three islamic words or mm. arabic words uh i can't say the words but uh, the h yeah uh then you got the a then the m another a and then the s so are three words that start with the h and m and an s in arabic
0: like that's a sort of an acronym of a couple of words isn't it yeah
1: it's something to do with um Struggle or resistance or something of that nature.
0: In
2: in Yiddish, Hamas means yes. violence. Violence, correct? Ham, Hamas. Yeah, but ha- ha- in my Ashkenaz, ha- I would say Hamas. H right. o m o s equates to violence. Yeah. right from the very start. More about Hamas. that later. Yeah. So it comes up in the sedra actually, with okay. That word.
0: It's almost like look
2: before. for it in tomorrow's parasha. It's there. Okay. Hamas. Hamas. Didn't you have that with
0: pita and hummus? (laughs) Oh, good hummus hummus, is
2: good. Love hummus, Gary. Plenty of garlic.
0: (laughs) Shall we play the disclaimer again? No, we've already done that. No,
1: don't worry about that.
0: No, we disclaim everything.
2: Gary, would you like Yiddish a history for the fifth of March? No, why not? Yeah, go on, tell us.
0: I'll just go into the weather. Just quickly, the weather's shot up to 25.5 degrees, heading for a top... 29
2: None and Swansick
1: oh, I have to go down to the beach
2: Get your, to- get your speedos out Like uh, What's his name in war uh, That Prime Minister
0: Harold Harold
2: No, no, no they, yeah, yeah, top you. They did him The last one, Tony
1: oh,
0: oh, Tony Tony, uh, Tony Abbott
1: Jim.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, he looks very good in uh, bike uh, shorts. Uh, yeah, what do they call them? they Le- very, very tight. Lycra. Lycra. Very, very tight. Yeah. You can see everything.
0: Anyway, it's 25 and a half degrees. He doesn't, mind, sh- uh, he doesn't
1: mind showing them off. He's a mammal.
2: Middle aged men in Lycra. Gary, there's another acronym. Yeah. Oh. A mammal. Are you a mammal on your, sp- a mammal. On your, on your bike? Really? Okay, Down the bike tracks on the weekend? No. no we no, should no. do
0: it. A segment one day on Curious acronyms Gary. I'm sure a lot of people named their uh, organisation Just for the acronym Oh yeah, Gary you referred to this bit of history Earlier in the show
2: and I've got it here What happened on this day in Yiddish history Tragedy befell the Jews Of England in the year In the Jewish year 5050 50, Which equated to 1290 You mentioned that When many Jews were killed in riots On this day the fifth of Marcheshvan, about sixteen thousand Jews were expelled from England. Only about three hundred and fifty years later, during the time of Cromwell, through the efforts of Rabbi Manasseh ben Israel, were Jews permitted to return and settle in England again. Was Cromwell this? was a good man for the Eden, Gary, yeah, to a certain extent. The Jews
0: back in,
1: yeah. Oliver Cromwell. There's a good bit of history. Wasn't that the uh, the pogrom in the Surely in York Impossible Was that 1290? Uh,
2: 1290, yeah, yeah. Well Did I'll you... be
1: talking about that yeah. in Good, good
2: Because it's yeah. all in the books yeah. you, The MS is here right in front of it For the world to see what happened to our Yidden back then And that was the Jewish year fifty We'll go on to now to an event On the 5th of Keshevon In Kamenets Podolsk A city in the Ukraine of all places And another tragedy befell us yet in there. Many volumes of the Talmud and other holy books were publicly burnt in the street on this day. Uh, The year was 1755, Gary, in that town, well-known town, Kamenets, Podolsk. Podolsk was part of Poland, I think is part of Poland now from memory. And this happened in uh, 1755. Surus again.
1: Okay.
2: Burning at yep, the book. Yep. Yep, we someday. go on to the yeah, next
0: we'll bit, <laughs> bit of <laughs> Moris, history. Surus.
2: Yeah, Render we've still Souris. got our land of Israel. I've A- told and Gevurah. That's what we've got. And every year you should follow those two words. On this day, uh, gentlemen also, Pope Clement the Sixth. He was born in 1342, died in 1352, was more favourable to the Jews than any other popes before and after him. Why? Because he protected the Jews during the savage attacks made on on them in the period of the Black Death. Now, Morris, tell me about the Black Death.
1: Well, it was very black. A lot of people died. Yeah. uh, There's, There's a medical term now. They know what it was. The Black Plague? It was. Um, what are you called? Bubonic call it? Plague? Bu- was it Bubonic? Uh, a a, a Makos. A, they, they've, they, they've come up for the reason. They yeah, think. they don't call
2: it Black Death anymore. Anyway, that's uh, the old fashioned name for it. And uh, three days later, on the eighth day of Macheshvan in the year 1348, uh, this pope issued a bull, B-U-L-L, which is an edict. Correct, yeah, Moshe, yeah. a bull in Yiddish uh, to, In which he declared that the Yidden were not guilty of poisoning the wells and spreading the plague A terrible accusi- accusation which had cost many ins- in- innocent Jewish lives Again The Jews get blamed for everything. We're the scapegoats. Then and now, again, Gary, we're we're blamed for the humanitarian crisis when it's ruled by a a terrorist uh, organisation. Yeah. Yeah. History repeats. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Also, the 5th of Marcheshvan, the blood libel of Damascus, was finally closed. Hip, hip, hooray, when the Sultan made a public decree in which he declared that the accusation was false and that the Jews would enjoy full citizenship rights. This happy ending took place a couple of days later, uh, probably on the 10th of Heshvon, in the Jewish year 5600. And it started... Uh, uh, we won't go into it, it's too, too... Unless you want to talk about it, Gary. Do you remember the blood libel then?
0: No. Enough with a, the a friar Bible.
2: monk disappeared and they blamed the Jews. It, it was through the efforts of uh, uh, Moses Montefiore and the uh, Baron James de Rothschild and others. They were finally acquitted and released. And uh, we'll go a look at, have a look at some general Jewish history before Twatum comes to the air. Our, our uh, high ranking segment with Moshe coming up shortly. Have a look at some other events for the 20th of October in Jewish history. Uh, dozens of Jews were killed during a program again in the Ukraine in the year 1905, Gary in a place called Donetsk. D-O-N-E-T-S-K. Donetsk. Yeah, Donetsk. Very well published well. in the public yeah. side. Yes, Support, yeah. I think.
0: Donetsk.
2: Donetsk. Yeah. Donetsk.
0: You sort of pronounce the N with a little bit of a Y. Yep.
2: Yeah. Now here's some great news for tomorrow. Starting tonight in any anyway, in Jewish uh, 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 history. Well the Shabbos starts tonight. Tomorrow we celebrate Yom Haledet Seventy four years of age to our Prime Minister Ben Benyamim Netanyahu, born in nineteen forty nine on the twenty first of October. Gary, oh. wish him a Tadar oh. He may be getting us <laughs> on streaming or for
1: tomorrow the whole crew ten K radios. He and listens to us on Fridays, so he? Know, he knows what to say on the weekend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bippy Muzzletov and uh, most of his life his early life he spent in the United States I think he studied yes, law there yes, got yes. a doctorate in law that's unfortunately he, is, he uh, lost his brother in the ma- in Ettenby right. massacre Entebbe. I'll call it again Yoni one of the commanders who went in sacrificed Masiras Nefesh I keep on that's talking it. for the Jewish people what we suffer we stand up we don't let anything get in the way Gary that's my stick. Uh, we might have one more Jewish history... Ah, here's one. On this day, the 20th of October, the UNSC adopted a resolution for the ceasefire in the Yom Kippur War in 1973.
0: Gary? UNSC?
2: Yeah, which would... What would that mean? United... United
0: Security Council. Yeah.
2: Ununited. They're always ununited, these people. They're never united. They never take... uh, Care of our, our Yidden. And uh, here's a bit of good news on this day also Simon and Garfunkel re- uh, released their first recorded album back in 1964. Oh, a bit of Jewish called? culture for the what day. What
0: was it, called? it was called? over troubled water.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I can look it up if sounds, you want. Sounds of Silence. No, that was one of their big hits. Uh, okay. I'll tell you in a you minute, look Gary. It up.
1: This uh, is J-Air, online at j-air.com.au and on air 88 88 fm, FM. J-Air is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the Jewish and broader community.
2: j-air.com.au It was called Wednesday
0: morning 3am. Oh, the right.
2: first record.
0: Counting, uh, cars the, counting cars on the New Jersey Turnpike. They've all come to look for America.
2: (laughs) Oh, they had some great hits, didn't they? Famous duo. Bridge over troubled water.
0: In the the clearing stands a boxer and a fighter. By his trade and he carries the reminders. Of every glove that laid him down or cut him till he cried out in his anger and his shame. Uh, Anyway, the boxer's my favourite.
1: Oh, yeah, great song, Gary.
0: Morris. Yes,
1: that's me. Are you ready? Morris, Macy, Moisha. M.
0: Can I
2: mm- give? What
0: about a p- if you?
2: I better give a plug before you start, Moisha, because we give yeah, them a no. shout out before your segment yeah, in case we it. run out of time. Bet Raphael. Yeah. Point what, a f- the f- what a great organisation that this is for Melbourne's Jewish. Absolutely. 408 zero four two one four zero eight five double two, five days a week uh, for your medical shuttle service gets. And the wheelchair accessibility. If you need it, will get you to your appointments on time and a nice in a nice relaxed manner. Bet Rafael, base Rafael Bikur Kolim. And if you need accommodation, uh, there's the four hospitals you can easily call as well to get in contact with them. For at the Cabrini, they have accommodation at the Royal Children's, at the Monash in Clayton, and at the Alfred. Yep. What a great mitzvah they do 0421 408 522. Thank you Gary
0: Now it's time for Twatum
1: Yes, you're going to lead me in with a bit of the music well
0: known counting Leading in theme, Twartum go.
5: It's good news we. Someone's dropped a bomb somewhere, contaminating atmosphere and blackening the sky. It's good news week. Someone's found a way to give the rotting dead a will to live, go on and never die. Have you heard the news? What did it say? Who's one that raised?
1: The weather- so here we are again with another series of twots. And I was contemplating, not my navel, but uh, what I was going to say for Twottam this week. It's uh, particularly difficult to know what to say, especially when you look at all the... Uh, you, you're pointing your finger at me, Mendel. Before you go
2: on, just don't forget to tell listeners about this Polonsky uh, story as well. Oh, yeah, 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 we'll do that. are standing by for that we'll one as well. Yep. Thank you, Moishe.
1: So the thing is, is that... Um, I've been uh, thinking, what can one say when the media is 99.9%, I'm talking about Jewish twats, right? Is totally, absolutely concentrating on this uh, scenario in the Middle East, the situation between Israel and the uh, so called Palestinians, so called. Palestinians uh, in Gaza etc I d- I, I've chosen not to sort of talk about the details, I mean everyone is getting bombarded by the details and the details keep coming in and they will continue to come in for a long time and I think we need to give um, some recognition that there is other things happening in the Jewish world as well as this overriding most important of all scenarios because at the end of the day it involves Israel and Israel is one of the central scenarios in terms of us as Jews and so important to Yiddish and Judaism that it deserves the amount of news coverage that is taking place, especially as I've concentrated for such a long time, for so many years, being a broadcaster here on JR, and, you know, talking about the Jewish world, the twat and the world, according to Morris Mieschie. Uh, we concentrate so much on the increasing anti-Semitism around the world, And this is a part of that, right? Of course, an overriding part of it. And we can see through particular incidences that this is an anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish scenario. And what I just wanted to say, just one point, is that every event, every human being, Every scenario in life from creation that we talked about last week from Parshat Barishis, it's all interconnected. It's all integrated. This is not a Jewish thing. This is not a religious, a religious thought. This is a scientific um, scenario where science itself says that everything, everything is integrated. So if you go down to the micro level of every single little dot, every single person, every single life, every single incident, every single event which has occurred since the year dot, since the very first second, it's all integrated. So I just say that if you, if you want to understand what is going on today, you have to un- you have to know and understand what went on yesterday otherwise you'll never ever understand what is going on today and what is going to go on in the future impossible and you have to have that knowledge knowledge is the centrality it's the starting point of everything so when you get the um broadcasters, the news reporters, the politicians etc, 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 talking about what is going on in Israel and that area most if not all are talking from a basis of lack of knowledge, lack of education, never been there, some of them you know, I mean I've had two people ring me people that I've had a past history with, a good relationship with in business, not Jewish, and have said to me, you know, you're the only Jew that we know, that we've ever come across. And we watch these news reports and we haven't got a clue what's going on. Could you explain to me what's the situation? And you go... It's like the it's like the person that came to Rabbi Hillel and said, can you play, explain the whole Torah on one leg? One, leg. You know, one foot. Which means, you know, can you explain to me in yeah. one sentence in a minute? And he said, it's such and such. Well, he came up with an answer, and he said uh, he gave the answer, right? Um, love, your love your
2: fellow neighbor. Love your fellow neighbor, right? Yourself. And the rest is commentary,
1: Exactly. Right? And you could give the same answer here. The yeah. whole point is that we have to love each other and the, the rest is interpretation. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, how do you explain this to a non-Jewish person who's only met one Jewish person in their whole life, which is you, and you explain, you're expected to explain to them a history that goes back thousands of years and all the incidences, etc, etc the people, the events, the this, the that it's almost like an impossibility so I sort of thought about it and I thought, look, the, the one of the ways maybe to explain all this in a sort of psychoanalytic way maybe in a philosophical way, I don't know but if you believe in God and this is not a uh, scenario where you know it's going to point you towards a belief in God, right? or not a belief in God. How could God do this to us? Where he, Where was God in Auschwitz? Exactly. Where is God today? Yeah, there yeah. can't be a God, all this sort of stuff, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, Kabbalah, which is a methodology by which we understand the Torah, the Bible, the Judaic Bible, Calls God by different names. There's supposedly seventy-two, 72 names, yes, right? Yes. Someone comes up with a seventy-third. That's fine, yeah. right? Now, one of the names is actually in the Shmoneh Serei, the Amidah, the prayer that we say three times a three day. Three times a day. Yeah. And God is called Ba'ol Guvorot, which means a master of forces. So basically, existence is made up of forces, Guvorot. That's where you get the word "gibor," hero, givurah, strength, etc., etc. Et et yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So there are forces, and we know this. We know this religiously. We know this philosophically. We know this uh, anthropologically. We know this by science. Science tells us that there's forces. There's elements, etc., etc. And these forces have been classified: negative, positive. Uh, bad, evil, good, etc., etc., etc. These forces are emotions, and the and the issue is is that when you've got these forces, these forces have been around since the year dot, and you've got conflicting forces, but what you've got is that all these forces are integrated. So you have to look at the total history, you have to look at the totality of everything in order to understand. So for example, when Moses was shown the future and someone showed him Job and Job was a God-fearing person. No one was more God-fearing than Job but he suffered such calamities in his life, lost everything, his family, his business, his money, his possessions, etc. And Moses said, how could you do this to such a God-fearing person? And the answer given is that God showed him all the things in the universe and said to him, the only way that you can understand a particular incident, a particular event, is you have to look at the totality So, in other words, what is happening today is part of a bigger picture, which goes all the way back to the past, includes everything today, and what will happen into the future. And I'll give you one example, one example. In the past few days, two guys that basically, Bun that control a major part of humanity. Putin and the Chinese leader, G or whichever way you say his name, right, have just met in Beijing. Mm. Now, what's all that about? Now, if you say, well, they're talking about their own stuff, this, that and the other, how they can control things, how they can get away with uh, with murdering people and all this sort of stuff, fine. If someone came along and said, it's got everything to do with Israel, they'd be 100% correct because everything is integrated and you know the Ukraine war Russia invading Ukraine and if you look at the Afghanistan war where America left 80 billion dollars worth of arms where did they eventually end up with the Taliban Mm -hmm. what did the Taliban do with them they sold them for guilt who'd they sell them to The Iranians. Where did the Iranians put all that eighty billion dollars worth of arms and materials and so forth? Hezbollah. Some of them into Hezbollah. Some of them ended up in Gaza. Of course. Right firing at the Israelis. So if you say that the Ukrainian war and the Afghanistan war and all the other wars have got nothing to do with Israel, you are incorrect. You just do not understand. And if you say the meeting between Putin and the Chinese leader has got nothing to do with Israel, you are incorrect. And that is what I want to stress what's, what's going on in the conflict between Israel and the so-called Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank Mm. and internally in Israel. Let's not forget there is an internal insurgency in Israel amongst Arab citizens of the country who have got pro-Palestinian leanings.
2: 20% of Arabs live in Israel. You
1: know that. Twenty percent. Twenty percent of, of the, the Israeli population. population. The Israeli so you've got to say that a percentage of the twenty percent is pro Palestinian and a percentage of the pro Palestinian have got terrorist leanings. I'm not saying that they can't do anything. Yeah. And a percentage of that will actually go around as we know there are incidences where they'll take a gun, where they'll take a car and ram somebody mm-hmm. and kill an innocent Israeli or even someone from another country, mm. because you've got to understand how many countries are involved in this, exactly. right? I think I read 28 French nationals, something in that yeah. order. But the Americans, fact of the matter sorry. is, I just wanted to stress that point, and you know, we're running out of time. I did want to go into a lot of other items that have got... Uh, um, Seem to have no relationship to the conflict, but based on what I've just said, they all have a relationship with the conflict, uh, but uh, just viewing them as they are, they seem not to. And uh, I'm getting the finger from Gary. Yes, Gary.
0: I just want to give a shout-out to Greg Ross Hanslow, interrupting you, Morris.
1: Let's do, because he's a great guy.
0: He's a good, big supporter of the station. Yeah. And he's... Uh Actually gave the chairs we're sitting on to the station. Thank you very much. Yes. Very
2: comfortable, uh, Robert Bonchek mentioned that a few weeks ago too, on this show, actually, yep. Harry, when you were away. He
0: was just on the phone telling me to give Greg a, a shout-out. So yep. there's a big shout-out to Greg Ross Handler.
2: Kolaka Vod, Greg. You've done a fantastic job. Beautiful chairs, boardroom style. Yes, absolutely. 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 A great uh, and, uh, bit of sudoka.
0: It's B-O-A-R-D, not B-O-R-E-D. Yeah.
2: Morris, yes. can I ask you a question yeah. on your very uh, great words that you've just told us and the listeners? The 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 I, being a Torah man as you are, do you think it all stems? And it probably um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. The hatred and the just anti-Semitism stems way back to the birth of Ishmael, the step brother of Isaac. Am I right? Well, from those days you're, 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 sli-
1: you're slightly right
2: Slightly Okay Elab- my,
1: my, my opinion Yeah And it's actually I take it from the text I always try and refer back to the text mm-hmm. If you have a look in the Chumish It'll come up in uh, It's either in next week Or the following week's Parsha And, uh, and I'll uh, mention it again then There's a war between Five kings and four kings Abraham's not involved in the war from the start one of the kings is the king of, of Sodom. Abraham's nephew Lot, Lot. lived in Sodom. Mm-hmm. In this war, Lot was taken captive. That's right. Abraham didn't know about it. A man comes and runs up to Abraham and says, Your nephew Lot has been taken captive in this war between the five kings and the four kings. And he says to Abraham This is when he runs up to him And he says Ivry mm. That's the first time In the Torah In the narrative In history That a man is called Ivry Ivry in English is translated as Hebrew mm. Right Now what is the actual meaning of Ivry There's a few meanings One is that you come from a cross a particular area which is across the rivers of the Tigris and Euphrates, where Abraham came from in Ur in Iraq right so you're in every you passed over those rivers to come to this land of Canaan or you could take it philosophically and say every you're not one of us you're from the other side yeah, you're yeah. different yeah. so he's already being labelled As something different, which is to be, in a sense, despised. You're an ivory. But let me tell you, I'm going to tell you that your nephew, Lot, has been taken captive. And obviously, Abraham, he then put together a team, as uh, Biden called... uh, the uh, the Palestinians, <laughs> yeah, the, other, the team, other team, the other team, the other team, right? Well, he's an al- like Obama in a man baseball now. game, yeah, but anyway, look, the he other team. Days so days. he uh, Abraham uh, got together three hundred guys, and they went and they uh, rescued Lot, rescued Lot from Syria, Damascus. Yeah. There you go, history there. again. Anyway, it's history again. Hostages. but that's where we get the first yep. possible anti-Semitic statement. Now of course we've taken ivry to be something different that it identifies us as a special type of person, right? But that is the first time someone denigrates yeah. one of us, yeah. our forefather Abraham, and calls him an ivry
2: Who is the father of all the other religions, Correct. you know? And this yeah. is where And this is where the clerics and all this interfaith business is not worth the, uh, 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 it's a bit of crap now because none of them have come out and supported Israel. Yeah. Through the the Rabonim have told me they've got no support whatsoever from the clerics who they supported in the multicultural business. And not nah, they, don't, they don't condemn anything. And that's
1: them. how I want to finish off Twatum, by saying keep your eyes open, yes, watch your back, because... You never know what's coming. And Mm. people who think that in the streets of Melbourne or in the comfortable homes of Caulfield East St Kilda Mm. or Brighton or McKinnon or East Bentley or wherever you live, right, even if you live out in... uh, Ballarat. In uh, Alcorporis, right, Mm. um, they will will get you, right? And if you don't think it can happen here... Well, it's happening everywhere. Mm. The anti Semitism is so rife. Yep, we'll and if careful. you see anything, I've, I've implored people to download Jeep, J E A P, yep. the Very Jewish important. Emergency App. Or, or? And that will uh, connect you with Hatzola and with CG, uh, CSG. Correct. It will also allow for your children to be identified in terms of where they are in geographically yep. if they're in trouble. Um, so, yep. uh, Gary, if, if, if uh, you've got the uh, the thing there, give us the uh, the numbers for... Um, I've got it if Gary well, hasn't yeah. got
0: it. You, you can um, download it onto your telephone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, easy. It's J-E-A-P, J-E-A-P dot... Yep. And it's 1300.com
0: no, no. You just go on. It's an app. Play Store. Oh, just
1: just download Jeap. Yep. Yep. from yep. the App Store. Yep. or from the uh,
0: yep. Play Apple Store.
1: and it connects Apple you with Hatzola and uh, CSG.
2: But for the elder
1: people who yep. have
2: just want a phone number, thirteen 1300- hundred. Yep. 000- yep. Two seven four. Have it on you all yep. the time. Yep. Because you could be anywhere. There's and if you need
1: Hatzola, it's one eight hundred six one most important most important phone most numbers. Important phone numbers. Don't forget, Jeep, J-E-A-P. Morris. Download it. Download it now. Just go on. It takes
5: literally yeah. seconds. Yeah. Seconds.
1: Thirteen, it
2: thirteen could hundred, save a life. 1300-000-274. Swastik is on houses in Caulfield. Oh, I don't, I don't look, want to go into you, you it. You can it, go into revolting. so many
1: things. We'll finish yeah. it off there. That was Swaston for this week. We'll be back again. Mirza Hashem next week. Oh, and let's hope over the next few days... Things will uh, break, uh, you know, positively for Israel, Yisrael, Am Amen. Yisrael, Amen. and for uh, for Yisrael and Abba Gutman Shabbos and we'll see you next week with another series of Twatum.
0: Thank you, Morris. I see on the Guardian website about five minutes ago: Israeli-Hamas war live <coughs> Biden to address the U.S. in primetime speech. That's the headline. And Israeli officials signal readiness for Gaza Ground Offensive. That's the front page of the Guardian Australia website. Biden calls on Congress to support funding for Israel and Ukraine in rare Oval Office address three minutes ago. So we're up with the news here, folks. You can read your own versions of that on whatever biased website you like. Mm. Here's some interesting happy
2: facts with the state of Israel that we all should never forget. Israel has 273 kilometres of beautiful beaches. Oh, the best in the world. Tel Aviv and all along there. Netanya, yeah, Uh, Moish? Netanya.
1: Ashdod, Ashkelon. Ashdod, well, Well,
2: there's places. uh, uh, Well, you wouldn't want to be there at the moment as a tourist. Uh, Israel has the highest number of museums in the world per capita. Yeah, voicemail technology was developed in Eretz Yisrael. What more can I tell you? The world's first antivirus computer software—take note—probably in the late seventies was developed in in our holy land, in Eretz Yisrael. I'll go into and thousands now, uh, of and now it's
0: been developed as a. S- Gaming type.
2: Correct, yeah. yeah. And that's what happened. I think they're saying that they had software to um, infiltrate the uh, Shin Bet. So Shin Bet wouldn't actually know about any of these uh, proposed massacres prior to October 7. Correct, Moisha. Yeah. They they crossed. They're too smart now. You can't get away. That's why we've got to get in there, into the tunnel, bombard the whole lot. Uh, what else can I tell you? Ah, uh, oh, here's a lovely actress. Actress Natalie Portman was born in Jerusalem in 1981, and what a role model she's been mm-hmm. for for us. I'll give you a couple more. LL made its uh, inaugural flight from Geneva to Tel Aviv in September 1948, just a few months after the state was declared, state of Israel. And then we were bombarded then Mm. too, weren't we, Moshe? Yeah. The Arabs uh, came on again. Uh, Yitzhak Rabin and Shimon Peres were the first Israelis to win the Nobel Peace Prize, which they jointly won with the Bandit Arafat in 1994. Uh, I'll give you one more Gary before we play a bit of music lighten up the show Israel's first Prime Minister the great David Ben-Gurion was also its longest serving Prime Minister he served from the foundation of the State of Israel until January the 26th 1964 and then again another period from the 8th of November 1966 until the 26th of June uh, 1963, and if you go to Israel, be sure to uh, go to uh, Sder Boike Boke is it in the Stay S- Boke. S- yeah, where he's where he lived. You'll have a great tour of his uh, residence and all the memorabilia. Something very special yeah. in the Negev there, Sede Boike Stay Boike Yeah, that's it, Gary. We'll have some more uh, later.
0: Speaking of uh, Nobel Prizes, yeah, Claudia Golden. Nice Jewish girl. Won this year, <coughs> This year's Nobel Nobel Economics Prize for advancing our understanding of women's labour market outcomes. Mm. That was on October the 9th.
1: There was a uh, a woman. lady that just passed away in America. I think it is, who was a poet, Jewish poet who won the Nobel Peace Prize, Prize. She's just passed away at 90-odd years of age. Mm. Um.
2: Morris, facts and figures. Another one yeah. I found for you. 60% of Eretz Israel is desert, Negev. Did you know that, Gary? Of our small country, which is about 200 kilometres in length, from Elat to... Uh,
1: but we've been able to, to make it bloom. Bloom.
0: So that's in why fo- a lot of Jewish girls are called Sandy. Sandy Bloom (laughs) Yeah
2: Yeah. Sandy Kay is no longer with the station I believe Gary I
1: thought you were just about to say She's no longer with us
0: (laughs) (laughs) Her show doesn't
1: follow ours anymore What happened to you Sandy? You've done a runner (laughs) She's on 88.3
2: I've heard her And uh, 97.4 She's
0: she's given us the flick
2: Right She didn't like the number 88
0: She hasn't she sends me her program every Friday or mm. Thursday, and I upload it to the system.
2: Not, not on. We hardly hear it, or it's a repeat.
0: Well, something's going on
1: there.
0: <coughs> Some people at JA have a uh, pawn shot for not produ- not liking pre-recorded programs Kerry you got a song to play for
2: me this land this land is ours
0: no I got it (laughs) the ballad of the steamship Titanic
2: oh the Titanic plenty hidden on that the parish too yes
0: yes there
6: you go
0: this goes for six minutes but we won't play six minutes all.
7: Is a raros gigon of a raros gigon with a a
0: Sorry about that (coughs) I didn't get to preview this song before it it came on It's called The Ballad of Steamship Titanic Sounds like a dirge it is. Can I, my, for can I blow? my nose? Not on, not on air. Leave the room, please, Morris. That's, I'll, leave the, I'll leave the studio. That's
2: lamentations for Tisha B'Av. That song, isn't it? Yes, it's by Brave Old World. <coughs> Morris has got a bit of a, a coughing bout, but he'll be all right in a minute. Dav trinken meer Wasser, so in Yiddish, Gary. Ma'im, you know.
0: Yes, that will clear him. More
2: water. Everybody
0: should drink more water this time of the year. Now. 2 litres a day, Gary. Let's have a couple of quick jokes. Good idea. Sadie worries about the future until she gets a husband, whereas Sam never worries about the future until he gets a wife. (laughs) Sam is more successful if he can make more money than Sadie, whereas she is successful if she can find such a man. To be happy with Sam, Sadie must understand him a lot and love him a little. Whereas to be happy with Sadie, Sam must love her a lot and try not to understand her at all. <laughs> okay, what is uh, the Polonskis? Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, joke.
1: Polonsky first. I've
0: been
2: the waiting uh, for this. Oh, pressure, well, hold on. Because this is a fam, fam, famous name associated with the Coursier Butcher trade for many, many years back in Carlton. And then they merged with uh, Lewis to become. Um, Continental Butchers, I'm, I believe, although a part of it in the early days, yep. before Lewis uh, Brothers took it over.
1: I remember walking to Polonsky's and buying some vurscht. Garlic vurscht. garlic the good old
2: days. Yeah, the good old garlic vurscht, yeah, m- moisture yeah. with, that, with uh, a stickle rye bread, yep. and the the off. Uh, 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 Well,
1: more than uh, 90 descendants of the Polonsky family gathered earlier this year to celebrate the centenary of the Polonsky family's arrival in Melbourne from the Ukraine in 1923. Wow. Um, So it started in 1913, 10 years before that, when Johanan Polonsky and his older brother, Raphael, travelled from Russia to Brisbane, where many Jews had settled. They worked as labourers in the cane fields and on the railway. The two brothers learned English, combined their resources to establish a drapery business in the Riverina region of New South Wales. Uh, one managed uh, the main store in Hay, and uh, the other one managed a branch store in West Wyalong, New oh, South yeah, Wales. In the
2: Hay with the CH? Or with just one no, little Hey. hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Now just before the outbreak of World War One they sent the sum of a hundred pounds.
2: Ooh, there's a lot of money in those Well, notes. You could buy
1: a future ch- chewing gums yep. with that. Oh yeah. The sum of a hundred pounds to their father, specifying that it was to bring the entire family out of Russia. The fourteen member group came by ship via Constantinople, which is Istanbul mm-hmm. today. And they embarked from the Batumi on a Friday afternoon early in April 1922. They assembled on the deck for a couple of shoppers. Wow. According to uh, uh, what the gathering uh, uh, mentioned, Raphael paid the migration cost of more than 2,000 pounds. Wow, for the 14-member group. 2,000 pounds. And he looked after the entire family until they were all fully settled in Australia. Um, And then there were Australian-born members um, that uh, were born from October 1923. From 1930 to the 50s. Four of the Polonsky brothers operated a kosher butcher shop in Rathdown Street, Carlton. Yep. Which continued trading until the 1970s. There you go.
2: Yeah, And I think. Uh,
0: There's another Polonsky I'll tell you about. Yeah.
2: Uh, before you go on, Morris, I think Wise Litzer bought the mount in the end and moved the shop to Carlisle
1: Street. Yes. But it'd I be interesting
2: that. to see. Um, that they're a huge family. Huge, huge. Well, 90
1: descendants gathered, but um, what was I going to say?
2: They had good meat, I remember it. They used to deliver it to the northern suburbs where we lived in Thornbury, I, reme- I remember
1: the shop. I, oh, I remember yeah, exactly yeah. where it was in Rathdown Street.
2: R- Rattadown Street.
1: They Rattadown used there. Street. Now, Moshe, yes,
2: Roman Polonski is to this no. <laughs> I'm not sure about no, that. No, we though. won't mention him. Polanski, yeah. Uh, the other one, yes. there was a, a horse called Polanski. Gary, a couple of years ago, won a big, uh, I think it won a d- derby. Right. Victoria Derby. Polanski. Okay. Polanski the plotter. Yeah. Uh, yes.
0: There's a uh, Polanski News on YouTube, which is a Ukrainian based journalist, has 260, view, 260 million views since joining in. 2014 he's a commentator in the Ukraine on the Ukraine Russia war
1: uh, i do remember there was a photo of a elderly gentleman on the front page of the Jewish news going back a few years i, I th- i'm pretty sure he was a polonsky and he was 105 at the time and it was uh, they took a photo on his 105th birthday mm. It was on no. the front page of Jewish News. I remember
2: it. We, we may have a listener ringing in tell us more information, because I think the Lewises are Mishmacha to Polonsky. Right. The Butchers, you okay. know. Okay. Someone will be able to ring in and tell yeah. us. Uh, 9069 2086. Please do. And don't forget the Caulfield Cup is being run tomorrow, oh, Gary. Yes. At the Heath. In there downtown any, Caulfield.
1: Right. Any Jewish connections there's a tomorrow? Jew, there's a
2: horse there called Goldman running, but it's a it's a bolter at $81. Oh. I wouldn't put your hard-earned on it, Moishe. What about gold trip? I'll have a look for you in a minute, Moishe. This race, interestingly, was first run, Gary, in 1879, one of the premier uh, events on the racing calendar worldwide, actually, because it's... Um, it's uh, a handicap over a mile and a half, which is twenty-four hundred metres, with five million dollars prize money, and it's being run at five fifteen PM. First prize three million for the winner. Hardly
1: wor- hardly worth it. three million. I used to take yeah, you my can't dog. buy a house there uh, for three million in Caulfield.
0: I used to take my dog <laughs> for a walk on the Caulfield race track. Yeah, the two dogs, ha, has, Gary. Or has it a plum, left? A has plum it
1: plum? left? Has it left a few things on the track? <laughs> uh, well,
0: dogs dead
2: now. <laughs> Gary mentioned Gold Trip. It's uh, five to one. Gary, six dollars in the new language. Top weight uh, yeah. to be read, ridden by Ben Malham, not Malin. Malham, oh. M E L H uh, A M. There's a couple there up in those figures. Without a fight, that's an omen. Bet eight dollars, Moisha. Breakup, $9. Uh, Montefilia, $13. Uh, the West Wind Blows. It's an English horse that they've brought over will be the favourite. $6.50 was on the news last night. The one I like is second favourite, Solcombe, oh, to be yes. ridden by Craig Williams at nice, each way odds, $7. Six to one in the old language. Oh, it's a-, a very open race this year. Nothing really standing out. Valiant King has been backed you like Market Moves moisture from 33 to 1 yes. into 12 to 1. Ooh, so that takes a bit of money. A Market right, Mover.
1: Someone knows something. Watch
2: it, Gary. Number 18, Chai,
1: hey, yep.
2: Valiant King. Yep. And Valiants right. were popular with our Yiddish community many yeah, years ago. Yeah, they were. My
1: now, dad owned one.
2: Uh, Most Melbourne youths did. A uh, Valiantico. Yeah. Uh Goldman number thirteen, saddle cloth, barrier eighteen. You couldn't want any more uh, Jewish than that. Uh, it's into seventy one dollars now, Morris. Ah uh, must see I Someone see. might have put a few hundred on it. But uh Emissary is another Roman bet, emissary eighty one dollars. It's very open, Gary. You have to take a few runners and box them up. But we'll have the result. Uh, We'll analyse it next week.
0: Stick to the lottery ticket.
1: Good idea. Good idea. Did you back the winner of the Everest? Someone won ten million dollars.
2: That's the richest race in the world that was run last Shabbos, and I think it was uh, the favourite one. Yes, correct. Something. I can't remember. So many fatal out going around now. It was favourite, but a good four dollars twenty favourite. Random race. Three and a quarter. Thirteen to four in the old figures. Okay. We
0: better hurry up and do the rest of the program. All
2: right. We Now, better. tomorrow, Sedra is, is Gary's uh, bar mitzvah Gary's bar mitzvah bar- Sedra. Can you Noah. remember it? Noah.
1: Do you remember the first few words?
0: Um, mm, shut up and listen. Right. <laughs> Gary,
1: three words describe this Cedra. Was it in Perth at the lawly uh, Hebrew congregation?
0: No, I didn't. Oh, my yeah. bar mitzvah. Call up. Aliyah. Uh, that was at the Perth Hebrew Congregation Shul in Brisbane. Ah, street, okay. Which is no longer there. It's gone. Okay. It's now a block of flats. Right. And Rabbi S. Coleman was on board? Uh, no, I don't not. think he was there at the time. He's oh, he might have been.
2: He might have been assistant rabbi then. He's been there for years. He's over, or well, he's near 100, I think. No, he's Shalom over 100. At Sadig.
0: It
1: was they describe
2: or three words. This sedra, yeah, Neuach ish
1: sadik. Yes, it's one Remember of my favourite words. Yeah, I love those yeah. words.
2: And it, uh, the sedra informs us that mankind has become corrupt. Hello,
1: <laughs> real low. <laughs> yeah, men. I would never have believed. Well, it. there you go.
2: Back in those days, men had forgotten that they were created. In the image of God, which is known as Betselem Elokim Moshe, and that they were intended to live decent, ethical, and peaceful lives. Instead, this parasha talks about the earth filled with violence, and now and this is the word that comes up: Ki moloch Hamas. It's in the center yeah, Hamas. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, God had not intended for His creatures. To war with one another Man against man Nation against nation But there was one righteous man Who kept his decency In the otherwise corrupt world And that man was Noyach He was qualified to survive Despite God's anger With the rest of men And he and his family And the wide species of animal life Entered the ark Which saved them From death in the flood And I think It took him 120 years to build this magnificent ark, Gary, 300 cubits long, three levels. He stayed up all night feeding animals, such a sudden he was in that generation. Uh, Cedric goes and talks about... um, What else does it talk about, Moshe? That they... uh, the it development of a, a new it civilization. Be. Men became skilled in construction but instead of building homes for humans to live in they uh, became obsessed with the idea of building a skyscraper fortress from which they planned to become powerful and control their fellow men. This was the Tower of Bovel known as Migdal Bovel a project which engaged man's uh, newfound skill for an unjust purpose. It failed these things never work, and men were scattered in confusion on the face of the earth, no longer able to
1: understand one another.
2: That's it in a bit of a nutshell, Moshe, but on my right, I've covered most things. Yes, yeah, you didn't um, cover
1: the fact that he used to muck out stables for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah,
0: believe Noah yeah, no, wasn't Jewish. No, there, was no, no Jewish, he wasn't. there were
1: no Jewish <laughs> people was, at the
0: time. No, um... Yeah.
1: Let no, me talk was, a, there was ten Jewish.
2: generations from Adam to Noah.
1: They talk yeah, about
2: ten generations from and Noah to. Uh, and let me up say, up. Noah was hundred years old before his first child was born. And this is interesting. Before the flood, all the people were vegetarians. Only after the flood, the eating of meat was p- permitted. I've got one other thing to. Polonskys wouldn't have a job. They wouldn't have a job. One joke to finish with on the Cedra. Noah was the first businessman in the Bible. Yep. He floated a company at a time when the rest of the world was under liquidation. That's it. That's my yearly joke for the one, Cedrum. Wonderful. One more. Adam was the first bookkeeper. He turned over a leaf and made an entry.
0: <laughs> you say that one every year too. Do yes. I? Um, yeah, have you got any commentary? We've got
1: uh, look, you know, the only commentary I want to make is... That it was there was a, it was a time of of huge choshech of huge darkness, mm. evil, uh, corruption, etc., etc., which is what we're seeing today. Nothing's changed. Exactly. But at the end of the day, uh, there was light at the end of the tunnel. The the ark had a light. Uh, some say it was a window, a chalon. Others say it was a um, a jewel.
0: Hurricane. You
1: etc., etc. Et mm. But at the end of the day. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. We always has to have to look at the positive. Exactly. We have to be. Um, oh, look! It's it's such a it's it's such a. What can I say? It's hard to put in words the emotions that flow out of everything that's happening at the moment. Parshas Noach teaches us that um, we have to look to the future after the mubble, the flood, mm. and uh, there's a rainbow. There's, a rainbow, that, the there's rainbow. a rainbow that comes out in many different colours. A keshot. Um,
2: a keshot.
1: A keshot. And, kashot, a kashot, yeah. and uh, yeah. we're looking forward to the rainbow after everything that's happening. We look forward to the coming of Mashiach. That's a whole other discussion. Mm. And all I can say go. is, am Yisrael, chai. Amen. And uh, keep safe. Keep safe. Be, don't be a bystander yeah, d- download that Jeep J-E-A-P and Abba Gutten Shabbos and we'll see you again next week for another session of this fantastic program which Gary you're going to tell us is to commemorate to memorialize to everyone now to, to keep alive the memory of
0: oh, I, Holocaust victims and, and the IDF 6 million IDF and
1: all the others anonymous. that are going through so much sorus. We wish you all well on mine. Uh. This
0: has been 10K Radius. You can pick up our podcast on the Jair website later on this afternoon. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week.